As always, a big thank you to Myra Green for her composition, Passing Places. You can find out more about Myra Green's music on her website at myradgreen.com or pop on to bonnytours.com and you'll find a link to Myra's website. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Passing Places. My, I say every week, it's my personal diary, my personal podcast about my travels around Scotland, mainly by motorhome, one day by motorcycle soon, and with some hill walking thrown in for good measure. Now in this week's episode I'd like to chat about the Inner Hebrides, which are a group of islands off the west coast of Scotland. But before we get into that, uh, I'll just give you a quick idea of what I've been doing since last week, when I recorded the episode about the island of Gia. I'm actually still at home. I'd hoped to get off for at least uh, two or three nights this week. And probably, with hindsight, rather stupidly, I listened to the weather forecast. And the forecast was suggesting quite a bit of rain through the middle of the week. And lo and behold, and I shouldn't complain, we've had really nice weather, uh, some really lovely sunshine. So I could have been off, but uh, I've now got that sorted because, as I'll mention a bit later on, I'm off to Tyree for a week on Monday. So a second week at home and plenty of time to catch up with uh, admin and deal with bills and catch up with people I needed to speak to because I'd been away for so long, I think about seven weeks uh, prior to a fortnight ago. So the only place I've been in the last uh, ten days or so of any great interest is I was up in the fair city of Perth the other day. I was on a a little errand to sort out a new mobile phone and I spent a couple of hours in Perth. It was a, another nice day and maybe I'll cover Perth in more detail in another episode but it's a, a lovely location to have a holiday. The city itself has quite a lot to offer and there's a fantastic uh, location there to explore rural Perthshire and head off to the east or head further up north into the highlands or even come down into the, the Trossachs. It's probably only about uh, 45 minutes from Stirling, so we'll cover Perth another time. So before we get into uh, chatting about the wonderful islands of the Inner Hebrides, let's have a quick uh, shout out to a number of people, and I'll, I'll run through these as quickly as I can, but they're quite important. So people on Twitter, I've had a lot of contact with people on Twitter, um, at CT, I uh, was back in touch. Um, at Insurance Knight with a K has been in touch. At Berkin, B-E-R-K-U-N. At Liz Air, Lizzie Air, sorry, Lizzie Air, L-I-Z-Z-I-E-A-I-R-E. At uh, Kate Shaw Jepp, and uh, Kate's from New Zealand. I recognise Kate from that uh, Twitter handle. At Shutter Time Show, Shutter Time Show. At Together for Cure. At Motorhome Living. Now, At Motorhome Living are based down in, I think, in Warwickshire in the Cotswolds and they're thinking of producing their own podcast. So I'll maybe keep in touch with them and see if we can collaborate going forward. I'd also like to mention At Southern Upland, which is a, an archery business down in, I think, near Lauder in the Borders. And I've said I'll drop in there because I'm really keen to get to the Borders and maybe I'll try my hand at a bit of archery. I'd also like to mention Helmut, who uh, his handle at uh, Twitter is at Media Slave, one, the number one, and 
He's enjoying the podcast and he runs a web and graphic design business in Greenock. So I know that's a really quick uh, run through the people on Twitter, but it's just I just think it's nice to mention people have made the effort to contact me and discuss the podcast or retweet some of my uh, tweets about the podcast episodes. And finally, when I was up in Perth on that little errand to get my uh, phone fixed, it had originally been set up for me to visit a shop down in Edinburgh and I was supposed to speak to Lee. And uh, funny enough, when I was on Twitter, I was looking for my 500th follower and who popped up but at Lee Hislop. And apologies, Lee, that I never managed to get to Edinburgh to get my phone fixed. But uh, as my 500th follower, um, you're getting a mention, and really, (laughs) you're the 500th, so thank you to the 499 that have gone before. So apologies if I've misstemmed out on Twitter. Um, But let's quickly crack on and uh, mention on Facebook. Um, Keith Gray, who's from Texas, has been in touch and we had a a good conversation on Facebook. He's very interested in uh, Shetland. He's thinking even of perhaps a move to Shetland at some point in the future. So um, really good to speak to Keith and I hope you enjoy the podcast. I also had a discussion with... uh, Johnny Coughlin, or Coughlin, from Dublin, and he was listening to the episode, last week's episode, about gear, and he said it reminded him of Inishbofin, which is an island that's about five miles off the west coast of Connemara in Ireland. So I ended up on the Inishbofin website, and it does really sound like a place to visit. It reminded me of a couple of years ago, I toured around the entire coastline of Ireland on my drive of Bonneville. And I had a whole mixture of weather, but I had a really fantastic time on the bike. So Inishbofin is a, an island I need to visit at some point in the future. So I've also touched again from Russ Aiton from New Zealand, who I often speak to on Facebook. And Russ was giving me some ideas about how to promote passing places. So I was thinking perhaps we should appoint Russ as the uh, vice president of podcast promotion, Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> and then again, moving quickly on on bonnytours.com and my website, uh, Jim Wallace, who runs a really good Facebook group um, called Scotland's Family, he left a nice comment on the Bonnie Tours website. So if you're on Facebook and you want to find out more about Scotland, have a type into the search box Scotland's Family and have a look at that group. It's amazing the depth of information that uh, Jim and others provide particularly about the history of Scotland and photographs and images from all over Scotland. So give that a a quick look. And also on uh, bonnytours.com, Katrina Young from Oban has been in touch and she was saying that the episode about gear reminded her about the need to return. I don't think she's been there since the, the buyout. So Katrina was saying that she was inspired to return to gear. I might even bump into... Uh, Katrina in the next uh, week or so as I'm passing through Oban to catch the ferry and uh, I'll maybe meet her face to face for the first time. Brian Boone was also in touch on the bonnytours.com website and I think Brian perhaps you've been unwell for some time and I hope that you're fully recovered and if not that you'll be completely recovered soon so thanks for getting back in touch again and I hope you're enjoying the podcast. So finally, and this will lead us into a little discussion about the Inner Hebrides on Facebook the other day when I 
decided to take myself off to Tyree next week. I asked on Facebook, did anybody have any thoughts, ideas, suggestions about uh, what I should do on my visit to Tyree? And I had ended up in a really good conversation with people. So there's a few people I'd like to mention. And I, again, thinking back to the Twitter feed, I'll probably have missed one or two people out. So give me a nudge in the next week or so and I'll put that to, to right. So on Facebook, the um, Lee Allen, um, from I think he's from Lancashire, uh, was telling me about uh, some of the places I should visit in Tyree. And William Joseph Turner, I think he's from London. He was uh, mentioning he'd been on Tyree and how good the beaches were. Andrew uh, Warnock was in touch and he mentioned that his pal William Turner's just back from Tyree and had some t- taken some fantastic photographs. So I had a good look at them and uh, that was excellent. I'm really, really keen to get to Tyree. Uh, Ian Brown was in touch and he mentioned his cousin David Brown who has a cottage to let a holiday home on Tyree. So... I don't mind giving that a little plug. If you're interested in uh, booking a cottage in Tyree at some point, why don't you check out tyreecottages.com? And I think David, um, sorry, Ian uh, also mentioned, I think it might be his own business, but uh, a yacht charter company, which is uk. So if you don't have your own yacht yet and you're thinking about sailing in the West Coast, then have a little check out of yachtcharterclyde.co.uk So let's uh, have a quick chat about the Inner Hebrides. I think uh, I've mentioned one or two on one or two occasions earlier on in the podcast about Scotland being this fantastic archipelago of islands. Now it's very difficult to define exactly what an island is in terms of size but there's roughly 800 offshore islands in Scotland. Yeah, just think of that, 800 islands off the coast of Scotland. I, I can just, I just can't get my head around the fact that even people in Scotland often think of Scotland in terms of the central belt, maybe the highlands being Inverness, Oban, Fort William. Maybe they know about John O'Groats on the north coast and uh, they'll have an idea of the borders and Fries and Galloway. And, but we're actually a, a, a country of islands, so 800 offshore islands. And for me, an even more fascinating fact is there's roughly 100 inhabited islands in Scotland. And I have been around a fair bit in terms of island hopping on and off ferries, but I am nowhere near even getting to a third of the inhabited islands in Scotland. So there's a a lifetime of travel ahead of me if I'm going to get round them all. So 100 inhabited islands roughly in Scotland. And, And then our Hebrides... From what I can gather, or when I had a quick look online, there's 36 inhabited islands in the Inner Hebrides and a further 43 uninhabited islands. So again, I always think I know my way around the Inner Hebrides and yet there's 36 islands that uh, I could visit and uh, speak to people or meet people who actually live and uh, carve out a living on these islands. So, So yeah, 36 inhabited islands to visit. And some of the uninhabited islands are also available in terms of uh, chartering a boat and getting over to check out the wildlife and the beaches and things. But of the 36 inhabited islands, the most uh, well-known ones, I'm sure most people have heard of the island of Skye, which now has a bridge which uh, makes it even easier to get to Skye. There's the small islands which are off the Ardnamurkin Peninsula, the islands of Egg and Rum and Muck. Uh, moving down a little bit, you have Mull, which is one of, the, again, like Skye in terms of size. It's quite large. 
and Isla, which I mentioned, or which I spent a week in Isla, which was in episode 14. Uh, just adjacent to Isla, you've got Jura, and then there's Rassi, and there's also Call in Tyree, which is, well, the ferry calls in at uh, Call on my way to Tyree, but I'm going to spend the week on Tyree. And then episode 17, last week I was talking about the island of Gia. And then there's a whole range of other islands. One of the things, one of the little groups of islands I would mention is the what we call the slate islands because of the slate industry, which is um, no longer productive. But uh, if you drive, you can drive over to the island of Seal, which is the famous bridge over the Atlantic, and take a little boat over to Easdale. And there's a video of that journey on YouTube, if you want to look at my YouTube channel. So when I think about Scotland and the, the travel, travelling I've done over the years, I used to love driving round Scotland, and by Scotland I mean the mainland. And often it was through work, but it was always great to be out in the open road, and it is very, very easy to forget the islands. So when I finally gave up work and I passed my motorcycle test, and I took the motorbike, and I've been round Scotland a number of times on my Bonneville, it was just amazing to see Scotland again, but from a different uh, feel altogether when you're on a motorbike. And I've also cycled around uh, Scotland on my bicycle, albeit three or four years ago. So I thought, well, look, I've, I've travelled around Scotland in a number of different ways and still to tick the box about uh, a small aeroplane, which would be amazing to get aerial views of Scotland. Maybe a hot air balloon one day. <laughs> but... Uh, I really felt I was getting a good sense of how to see Scotland from a different perspective using these different uh, modes of transport. But the thing I really want to talk about today is, is the fact that being a, an island, a country of islands, is getting out on the water and seeing Scotland from the sea. It gives you a whole new perspective and it gives you a, a lot more understanding. You become much more sensitive to the challenges that Scotland faces, the opportunities that we have as a, as a country in terms of the beauty of the, the landscape and the specific qualities that the islands have and how attractive they are to visit. And the nearest you get to sailing, if you like, is being out on the ferry going to these islands. So whilst I travel around Scotland in a number of different ways, it's really when you get to get on these ferries and get yourself over to an island. Now, Gia, last week's episode, it's a, a brief 20-minute ferry hop. But just to be out on the water and see the landscape from the sea gives you a whole new perspective on Scotland. And arriving on an island gives you a, a very, very different experience of what it must be like to live on an island and to know that you're, you're still in Scotland, but you're no longer on the mainland. So when I'm talking about the, the Inner Hebrides, I don't really want to run through the islands with a quick summary of what each has to offer because I'll try and cover as many as I can individually in future episodes. The, the reason I was so interested in talking about them is because I'm so excited about getting off to Tyree, but also to emphasise the fact that getting on ferries and taking to the water and seeing Scotland from the sea is a... It's just a really, really amazing experience. It gives you a whole new perspective on Scotland. And if you've ever thought about 
getting on off ferries and you've been a little bit apprehensive, maybe about your car or your caravan or whatever, I can reassure you that these ferries run really, really smoothly. You really shouldn't have any problem embarking and disembarking on the ferry. And the Calmac ferries, which cover the uh, Inner Hebrides, the ones that uh, have ferry services, there was a scheme introduced uh, a few years ago in Scotland which is called the Road Equivalent uh, Tariff. And in essence, the Scottish Government are subsidising ferries to try and ensure that the cost of the ferry compares to uh, the equivalent mile by road. So that means the ferries are becoming less and less expensive as the scheme is rolled out on additional routes. So check out the prices online at uh, the Calmac or Caledonian McBrain website. But the ferries are quite affordable. If you're a foot passenger, it's uh, very inexpensive. And best of all, if you're a cyclist, uh, island hopping on a bicycle is a fantastic holiday. And your bicycle goes free on all of these services. So it's an inexpensive way to see Scotland uh, and its islands. And I can't recommend a cycling holiday using the ferries highly enough. So if you're in the west of Scotland, think about uh, making just a little bit of extra effort. And even if it's one of the uh, easier to get to short hop islands like um, Gia, it really will change your whole perspective on Scotland. Um, I would seriously recommend perhaps avoiding all these busy routes up through Loch Ness to Inverness from Fort William and up the A9 to Inverness from Aviemore, etc. Uh, so many people do it. But get yourself over to the west coast and get on a little ferry. You'll really enjoy the experience. It's not just a, a way of getting from one place to another. It's almost like a, a visitor attraction in its own right, being on a ferry, watching the staff uh, manage the vehicles on and off and getting up on the deck and having a good look around and a bit of people watching. On some of the longer routes, like uh, going over to Tyree, it's about a four-hour four sailing and... Not only do you see a lot of tourists and visitors, but you'll see a lot of people who commute on a regular basis who know the routine inside out and you'll, you'll see how quickly they find their seat and get themselves a, a nap or a drink at the bar. And It's just a, a great atmosphere on these ferries and as I say, it will change your perspective of Scotland completely and you will never ever get enough of it unless of course you happen to be in one of these ferries on really rough seas and then that's just a bit of bad luck. <laughs> so as I said, I'm off to Tyree next week and I would really like to have uh, spent a few days on the island of Col, which is very close to Tyree and the ferry drops off uh, vehicles and passengers at the island of Col. but Col isn't as motorhome friendly yet as Tyree so there is one designated campsite but unfortunately they won't take dogs so I would have to well camp on the island of Col, and it's a small island and they really don't uh, want to see motorhomes parked up. And if you remember going back to the discussion I had about wild camping, was it back in episode three perhaps? I was saying how sensitive the um, environment is on um, Tyree and Col is very similar island. It's a made up of sand dunes and grass, uh, what we call the macker, and they really don't want to see vehicles um, parked up and driving over some very sensitive 
areas in terms of wealth levers and uh, bird life, etc. So, unfortunately, call is off limits for me at the moment, but I think there's lots of lessons that call could uh, learn from what's going on in Tyree. So both Call and Tyree have had difficulties or problems with uh, motorhomes and camper vans, putting pressure on the very sensitive um, areas on the island. So Tyree brought in a scheme where they now have a number of crofters have little fenced off um, standing uh, pitches for motorhomes. And you're reminded when you book your ferry that you have to deal with the um, ranger services on Tyree. So I've had a good chat with the, the local ranger and I'm going to meet him when I come off the ferry. But on Tyree they have a number of uh, locations right around the island where you can park up, um, I think it's about £10 a night. And there's also a campsite that I can stay a few nights to catch up with Wi-Fi and showers etc. So... I think perhaps Call might want to look at the system they have in Tyree because I do think motorhomes, if it's managed responsibly, people in motorhomes and camper vans can bring a fair bit of trade in terms of tourism pounds into the local economy. So I really would like to get to Call and I'll have to wait for some changes to develop there or perhaps I can negotiate a, a dog sitter for Skid. <laughs> For a few days. One other thing I'd like to mention about the ferries is there are what we call, I think it's hopscotch, but uh, island hopping tickets. So when you look at various uh, logical ways of going around the Inner Hebrides, there are tickets that you can buy that allow you to go between these islands. And I think the ticket's valid for at least a month and it's a, a more economical way than buying individual fares. So check out the island hopping tickets. I used an island hopping ticket uh, year before last, I think I went uh, to the Outer Hebrides, the Western Isles, and I went from Barra in the south up through the, the Eusts up to Lewis, and then I jumped the ferry back to Skye, and then I took the ferry from the south of Skye over to Malig and down through the Ardenmarkin Peninsula, so definitely check out the island hopping tickets. So I've had two weeks at home almost, and as I say, I'm, I'm probably really uh, desperate to get off anywhere, but I've, I can't remember being this excited about going anywhere <laughs> in recent months, and it's because Tyree has, a, has got really, really special memories for me. It's such a magical island, and I'll tell you all about uh, Tyree. Hopefully I'll be podcasting, broadcasting from somewhere in Tyree next week, but it's a fantastic place and it's so peaceful and so quiet and four hours on a ferry you really feel you've gone somewhere and when that ferry uh, pulls up and people come off the ferry uh, some will go right and some will go left and five minutes later you'll have no idea where they are because uh, it's just so peaceful and so quiet and the beaches are unbelievable and Interestingly enough, Tyree is one of the sunniest locations in the whole of the UK, so I'm hoping I get some really good weather. And a couple of the places I'll stay in terms of these crofting pitches will be on the side of the island on the west side where I'll get some really, hopefully some really good sunsets. And when you're on Tyree, I, I remember just walking on beaches which are as I say, fantastic, and you could be on that beach for an hour, two hours or longer, 
and it might stretch for a mile or a couple of miles and you would be unlucky if somebody else was on that beach. That's how remote, how peaceful, how quiet it is. So I just can't wait to get off. And I, as I say, when I'm talking about ferries, I'm really, really looking forward to the, the ferry journey. When you get on the ferry to Tyree, if you have a look at the uh, My Interactive map on bonnietours.com or if you have just a look at any map, you'll notice that the, or you'll see the ferry goes up through the Sound of Mull and you get fantastic views the whole way through the Sound of Mull. You can see um, Dewar Castle and Mull and Ben Moore and Mull and Tobermory. You can you pass uh, Tobermory on your left hand side and you can look north up to various uh, fantastic views of the other islands and up towards Ben Nevis. It's quite a big boat so you can go down and have a full meal. There's a bar and there's just uh, it's just a fantastic journey so I'm just hoping that the weather is really good and I can get out on the deck for the journey over. So I've said before that uh, if I'm podcasting from the, the, the flat or from my home I'm probably going to be a bit uh, fed up and down so I'm hoping uh, you can pick up a wee bit of my excitement about next week and I've got uh, plans to speak to a few people on Tyree so I really do, do want to have a few extra voices on the podcast next week and uh, as I say I can't wait so I'll maybe bring this uh, very brief mention of the Inner Hebrides uh, to a close but please have a good look at the islands and island topping if you're coming to Scotland I can't uh, recommend it highly enough so if you want to get in touch, um, feedback at bonnytours.com is my email address, which I keep forgetting to mention, feedback at bonnytours.com. I've changed my name on YouTube. Uh, YouTube's been updated in the last few weeks, and I was given the chance to change my name. So instead of PMK Challenge, just type in Kevin Scullion, and you'll find my YouTube channel. And there's quite a few of the videos there are relevant to both the Inner Hebrides and the islands in general. You can also get me on uh, Twitter. My handle's at Bonnie Tours. And on Facebook, type into that search box, Passing Places Podcast. Now, a couple of things I wanted to mention as well is, you know, the, the voicemail service. Uh, I'm finding people are generally pretty shy at coming forward, which is, I suppose, understandable. But uh, if you go into bonnietours.com and leave a comment or two, and that voicemail service, it would be really nice to have somebody step up to the mark and leave me a little voicemail, and I'll feature it in the episode next week. And finally, if you remember back to GEAR, I mentioned, uh, they call it affiliate programmes, but in essence it's a way to support the podcast. On all my pages, apart from the front page, if you go to any of the posts or any of the podcasts, you'll find a, a little... Um, Amazon banner advert at the bottom of the page and I'd said how I'd put them in at the very start just to see if it worked and it, it genu genuinely didn't work uh, virtually nobody clicked the adverts and I understand that fully because the internet is awash with these adverts everywhere so I was thinking I'd take them down and I thought well I'll, I'll make a little shout out I'll appeal to listeners and say if you want to support the podcast and you're shopping at Amazon anyway if you can remember just to pop on to bonnytours.com and click one of those adverts, it'll take you straight to the Amazon site. And anything you buy, uh, the podcast gets a small percentage of your purchase. So I am a bit uh, taken aback with what I mentioned last week because 
uh, in less than a week. I've had uh, nine orders have gone through Amazon via bonnytours.com and the podcast has received the princely sum of £11.50. And that, in terms of people making the effort, I mean, it's the thought that counts and that does go some way to cover some of the, the hosting fees. So I don't want to start uh, begging for money, but it was just such a nice way for people to support the podcast. So I'm going to persevere with the little adverts and maybe some point in the future I'll add in other offers. I would like to get uh, to a position where maybe some campsites or other businesses would offer some form of discount or uh, almost like a, a coupon code that I could give you as a listener uh, that you would get some benefit and discount from listening to the podcast. So a really big thank you to those of you who took that uh, extra few steps. It was really kind of you to go through the affiliate programme and I'll uh, see if that uh, continues to be the case in the, the coming weeks, but uh, a really big thank you. And the one person I know, because he mentioned it on Facebook, was David. David Church bought a CD, and uh, I saw that go through on the system. So thanks, David, and thanks to the others as well. So I'm going to bring this uh, episode to a close, and I can't wait to get out to Tyree, and next week's episode will be so much more in-depth, and I'll have some proper... Uh, sounds of Scotland for you to hear so in the meantime I really do hope to bump into some of you in Scotland if you're out and about in your travels and stay safe and uh, keep in touch and thanks again for listening and I'll play you out with Myra Green's composition Passing Places. Mm-hmm.